Top Shelf Talks. This is the Hockey Stripes Edition. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I've been able to put out a podcast for everybody, but busy work-related stuff. Plus, I've been out on the ice doing both youth and adult league games, and so it's just been hard to sit down and actually podcast. But for tonight, I was able to spend some time looking through some things here, and there was a couple of things that came to mind I thought I'd talk about, and one of them was managing games. Uh, A lot of People out there say, well, how do you manage a game? You know, every game is different. Every game develops different. And I think I have some pretty good examples from some recent games that I've done on the youth side. In the same day, matter of fact, I had a little split break between the two, so I had a time to go grab a bite to eat and come back. It really pushed it into, like, I was doing one game and then kind of reset and then doing another game versus back-to-back games. But in this case, I had a game in the morning. It was both 14U, so there was checking involved. And the game was pretty clean in the first one. A couple of stick fouls, nothing. Really good hockey. It was really good to see the kids out playing hard, clean, uh, following pretty much the things that they were taught, I know, in the coaching development program. And it was a really good game. It ended up being a tie. Game was right on time. We didn't, like I said, had a couple of penalties mainly stick fouls and stuff, a couple of roughings because there were some late hits. I can usually expect that early in the season, especially some of the kids that are new to the angling and some of the other stuff that they have to do when they start to learn to body check air area and then that when they move from a body contact or competitive contact to a, a body check. Game was really clean. The coaches were good. Great communication. Uh, the fouls that we did have didn't really have to do too much explanation. It was pretty clear partner I was working with was really good, uh, skating hard, and just had a really good, fun event. And those are the games that we all pray for when we're out there working games. It's just that game that just happens, you know, and and things just uh, kind of flow period to period. The second game, on the other hand, so I had a break, and then I went back for a second game. Second game, on the other hand, was same league. I don't know if it was the same team, but it was definitely the same age group and the same team names, a different a different away team, same home team. But the the play was completely different. I don't know if it was that one team was playing down. I don't really pay attention to the names of the you know kids out there skating. I'm not really worried about it. All I worry about is their number. But the complete collection of the game from the time that we dropped the puck right at the first period until the game was over was completely different. This puck handling was sloppy, both sides. Team that ended up winning won by six to nothing. And that was fine because then we ran the clock in the third period as a five-goal uh, differential going to the third period. So it was a running clock, which probably was a good thing because it was just starting to get really, really bad. A game that you have to, like, really pick and choose from your penalties. I mean, I could have probably called 10 more penalties. I don't know if the crowd wanted to sit through that or not. But the skating was not the same. Puck handling was completely different. We had, you know, kids going skating for the puck, over skating the puck trying to make a shot on the puck and I'm not really even fanning, but not getting a good um, grasp with the, with the stick and the puck. It was just, it was not a clean game. It made it very, very rough for my partner and I to actually make good calls. The calls that we made, a couple of them were weak just because it was trying to establish like, okay, guys, you can't really hit the guy like that. I, I hardly ever call interference, but in this case I called two interferences one of them was a guy was just skating along, and I don't know if the other player didn't see him or if he purposely did it, but he just basically 
ran right into him and knocked him over. The puck was nowhere to be seen. The kid that was hit was actually in the neutral zone heading to the attacking zone when this kid skated and in, in, in right in the middle of the ice just took him out. And like I said, the puck was way down in the corner. And then another one uh, late in the game, you know, it was hard <laughs> and I probably could have let it go. I just don't know because there were so many kids falling over. The checking was completely terrible. I, I just I just don't know if it was a skill set thing. I don't really know. But it was really tough to manage it uh, from that level. And then, you know, what do you let go? If you let them have a little slack just to keep the game going and then it ends up being a complete total nightmare or do you call the penalties? I just – you just don't know. You have to have a feel of the game. The coaches weren't really happy with what was going on out there, of course. And like I said, just thank God they had a five-goal running clock in the third, and we were able to get up out of there with anybody from that standpoint was a success. But I think reflecting on it, and I see it's on social media and I get emails about it, managing the game. Of course, the first game, you know, is relatively easy to manage. I mean, it's obvious when there's a, a foul, especially a, a hook or a a stick foul or anything along that lines. It's very obvious. First game, I had this one one young person. He just really didn't like to skate around with a stick on the ice. I, I I don't understand that. A couple of times he got called for a hook because he 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 got beat. A uh, guy coming in the zone got beat. I think he was even a forward. So whatever to happen, he got beat. And then he just takes a stick and just starts poking and grabbing and. I guess he was trying to lift the stick, if you want to call it that. But then he ends up wrapping the guy's elbow on one. And then the other one, he got the guy slid in the midsection. And it, it was just enough to take that player off of their skating lane that you have to call it. I mean, it, there's nothing you can do. Call it and explain to him, you know, keep your stick on the ice. If you, don't, if you have your stick on the ice, you're not going to be called for a hooking call. You might be called for tripping, but you're not going to be called for hooking. Um, another one was a trip. Uh, you know, just, again, it was straightforward. But then, you know, you get the ones from where the kid falls down, another kid goes over top of him, but the puck's nowhere to be seen. I mean, it's just two kids falling down. What are you going to do? But then in the second game, like I said, it was just so the, – the competitive nature of the game was just so offset that it's just really hard to manage that game. So, I, like I said, go back to the question, how do you manage through that call after call? But then, you know, you get to a certain extent, you just don't want to put any money in the box or, you know, you don't want to stop the game. And, you know, I just try to overemphasize verbally to the kids not to do things when I have seen them try to do it before and not successful, uh, get themselves in trouble, you know, the push-offs and all those kind of things. I just try to verbally, you know, instill in them so they hear something going on out there to keep them from slashing and doing all those things. Um, This game was also weird. I didn't have a lot of scrums and you know after the whistle and stuff the one goalie was really good on the losing team and he just got overcome you know with shots but he was doing really good with you know making really great saves and made made another level from what he was doing um and you know and I said hey man you're keeping your team in the game here this is this is incredible you know so many shots are going to get through they're going to get through but there was not a little no, no real scrums or anything like that it was just Really, really, I'm just hoping that that team really improves throughout the year to, um, to you know, hook and do those things because their their skill set's better. Like, again, managing through that is tough. Your best bet is just to kind of let it come to you. If it's obvious, call it. 
And I think the thing about it is no matter what's going on out there between the two teams, we as officials have to be 100% professional. A tier three heavy duty game going hard. These kids are really on it, triple A kind of stuff. Uh, or if it's just a, a rec league kind of deal and you know they're learning as they go. I think as officials, we shouldn't be officiating down to their level. We should officiate their level meaning that, you know, teach and do those kind of things, especially the younger players. But at the same time, we need to still be skating to the puck, retrieving the puck, doing the face-offs correctly, watching the benches, making sure the game is fair and honest, call the calls that we see, but also continue to try to teach those kids by, you know, verbally saying to them, you know, hey, let's get lined up, you know, whatever, and reassure them that the game is going to go smoothly. I think that's the best thing when we do when we manage that tough game where, Either there's a complete lopsided in talent, you know, you got a really strong team and maybe a team that's not so strong in skating or puck handling or whatever, or whatever. They might even have, you know, a weak defense, whatever. But we just need to stay on top of that and manage the game to our best of our ability, crisp and professional when we're out there on the ice. Don't get all wrapped up in what's going on there. Lastly, you know, there was some other stuff that that happened. And, and, and again, verbalizing with coaches – you know, most of us do uh, the the youth games, and I, I know that sometimes it gets tough. The coaches want to call or, you know, they want to understand a call or whatever, and you only have so much time. And I'm like, you know, coach, you got 30 seconds. Make it quick because we need to do a face-off. We got an hour on the ice. I don't want to sit here and have a five-minute conversation and take away from the kids skating and having a good time and playing the game. So you have to be very precise. I mean, you don't have to be rude or anything, but just, you know, hey, you got 30 seconds, coach. What can I explain to you? Otherwise, we're going to have to talk about it after the game. It's not going to change what my decision was or the call that I made. If you want to say, hey, 13, I see out there is hitting people in the back or or whatever. Okay, I got it, 13. I'll keep an eye on 13, make sure he doesn't get out of control. That's all fine. But when you go into the adult league, which sometimes I – I go, you know, why am I doing this? You know, adults still have to play. Guys want to still stay in shape. The older guys just want to keep out there. And, hey, man, I'm all for it. It's not for me, but, you know, I'll referee those games. But the thing about it with the adult league is to communicate with them is completely different than a coach. Um, so you just – I don't really engage with them. If they want to ask me, hey, that was a crappy call, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't get engaged with them. I've had situations in the past where the official – I'm not saying it has to get the last word in, but they feel like, hey, I, I shouldn't, they shouldn't talk to me like that, ah, whatever. You know, I'm going to go home, you're going to go home, everybody's going to have a beer. It, it's just, I just don't engage with them. And, and I say that to a lot of the newer officials, and they, you know, a lot of newer officials have skated with the adult league, and they're, hey, I'm going to officiate, earn some extra scratch. That's, that's awesome. We need more officials. I have no interest in, in refing youth games. And that's, that's not a bad thing. I, I would love to have a subset of officials. I know in the Central Ohio area when I was there, there was just a subset of officials, 10 or 11 of them. That's all I, that's all I do is, is adult league. I know half of the players. They're not going to give me any lip. I, I, that's all I do is I skate Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday night. That's how I you know, get my extra money for vacation. or whatever. And, and that's awesome because then it frees up a lot of us that want to do the youth games to not have to cover the adult games, and it's just it, it just works out really well. And I encourage people, if that's what you want to do, awesome. But you all know that if you're in that situation, you're 
you know the players and stuff and you communicate with them, hey, man, I'm not taking that off. You know better than that. You know, that kind of stuff. You know, I'm coming in. I don't know these guys from Adam and it's just a different thing. But, you know, going back to the youth, if you cross over to the youth, you, you have a different way you have to deal with the coaches and stuff. So I just wanted to put it out there, some experience that I've had here in managing games. And it's just it's a tough thing. You have to just get it over experience time and time again. And again, uh, I appreciate everybody's support in the channel. Uh, we got more content coming, I promise. It's just been a busy, busy September for me here, kind of getting back into the swing of things. Again, if you haven't gotten your registration and all that kind of stuff, I know on social media I've seen a lot of people posting their patches for 23-24, posting, you know, they're doing their first game or whatever. That's awesome. If it's your first year officiating, uh, welcome. It's it's a great sport. It's something that I endure love. I Actually, I've been doing this now just 12 years, and I think I have learned a lot off a lot of good people over the years. I could, the list could go long and long, going from high school games all the way down to the little kids, eight, eight U's and 10 U's. Uh, and then into adult league, we have to mention that. So, but again, thank you everybody for your support, more content to come. And uh, if you have anything you want me to talk about, whatever, feel free to email topshelftalks at yahoo.com. I'm more than happy you'll research it and get back with you and do a podcast. Appreciate it. Everybody have a great week.